0: Hey, everybody, welcome to Talk and Stock. Let's go. Hey, everybody, welcome back to episode number twenty five in the season finale of Talk and Stock. I'm Kyle I'm here with my co-host Trey. How are you doing, Trey?
1: Doing pretty good, Kyle. Uh, excited to talk about crowning a champion this weekend. Kind of bittersweet. Our last episode uh, for the next few months uh, until we head out to LA for the clash uh, in in early February there. So pretty excited to talk about it. Some interesting events that took place this weekend. Yeah,
0: certainly. Um, always exciting. Uh, when you go to Phoenix with the prospects of crowning a champion, not sure that the racing necessarily lived up to the excitement, but um, boiling everything down. It's an exciting moment. It's the f- season finale uh, of our sport. So uh, always exciting, but Trey, uh, I'll let you, I'll let you jump into it since you got a family member that's, that's celebrating this, th- this win. Yeah.
1: Yeah, with Ryan Blaney taking home the championship, Uh, my mom is a giant Ryan Blaney fan, so happy for her, happy to see her excitement for that, that uh, gives us, I guess, she'll probably be listening, but one uh, Christmas gift we could probably check off the list there, we'll get some gear there, so pretty excited for that, Um, kind of a local guy for us, sort of, you know, based out of Youngstown with the Buckeye Bullet uh, with his dad there, so Pretty excited stuff and kind of out of nowhere.
0: Yeah, it did feel that way. Um, I think there was a lot of people that had criticism of Ryan Blaney. I think that even us on this show, you more so than me, Trey, um, was prepared to say Ryan Blaney can win this thing. Um, But even just like after what happened uh, with the Logano championship, it felt like the third – I'm sorry, the fourth car being talked about was Ryan Blaney. And sure enough, rolled off at Phoenix – Same speed as uh, Logano had the year before, goes out there, kind of led for most of the race, looked like the dominant car for most of the day. So um, always exciting to see Ryan Blaney go out there and be successful. Like you had mentioned, Trey, he's got kind of the local uh, roots. The next best thing for us is like Garrett Smithley, which isn't really competing for too many championships. So excited for Ryan Blaney. Um, But, man, back-to-back for Team Penske, that really says something.
1: Yeah, especially after we talked a lot this year about who is the best Ford team. And we looked a lot at that RFK group, who not going to take anything away from them, because I think that uh, both Brad and Chris uh, Busher there had great seasons, excellent seasons, exceeded their expectations. Um, But we didn't really give the Penske group their due uh, reward, applause, however you want to look at it there. And they came out, and they're back-to-back champs there. Um, does that mean maybe a three-peat next year with uh, Austin Sindrick Get all of them a championship? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I don't think so. I think
0: Austin Cindric's on his way out of the Cup Series. Um, I know he's got some backup there, Penske, but certainly certainly, it's hard to rule them out. I mean, Ryan Blaine's a champion now, so that's, there's a certain pedigree that comes with that. Joey Logano's now done this twice with Penske. We we argued a lot of this summer that RFK had passed them by and by and large. That's why the one, one game playoff, you know, is kind of interesting for NASCAR because the better speed really lied uh, uh, was, was lying with, with Roush Fenway, Keselowski um, th- this season for the majority of the year. So
1: pretty. Yeah. But let's get to some of the on-track racing that we saw this weekend. So we've talked about, you know, a one race championship, you know, it's do or die in Phoenix of all places Um, I actually think that the racing compared to most years now, this isn't going to say that the racing was great, but compared to most years, it was pretty good. Yeah, I
0: certainly felt like it was an improvement. Um, it was probably the best championship race, um, that I've seen, uh, since they've gone to Phoenix, um, not really too many times. Have I left the, the race saying, hey, at least there was somebody else in the lead for a little while?
1: Yeah, I was going to say, I think this is the first time in about 10 years that, uh, that we've seen a different driver than one of the championship drivers win the final race of the season. Um So Ross Chastain came out with a lot of speed, had something to prove. And I think this could be a building block for him moving into next year. I mean, this is a guy in Ross that was in the championship for last year. So if he brought this kind of speed last year, we'd be talking about Ross Chastain as a Cup Series champion. So I, I think that at the end of the day, yes, obviously the, the biggest reward goes to Ryan Blaney. He is a Cup champion, but this is something that I don't think enough people are talking about. I think that was Ross's third or fourth win on the year. So definitely a guy that he, he's going to be competing uh, for years to come.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and thank for clarifying. Um, but what I mean by that is very rarely have you seen there be more than one decent car there. I don't know if in past years people have held back out of respect. I don't know if things are so close that you might as well just go and win. Uh, it's not like there's any manufacturer loyalty between those two cars, obviously between Ford and Chevy. Chevy. so. It was exciting, um, kind of the dynamic of having to look at the the, the diagrams and not just know that Ryan Blaine's going to be the champion because he's in the lead was uh was an interesting thing to watch play out. And, man, I, I just think that there's going to be some unfinished business there for Ross uh, next season.
1: Yeah, tensions definitely were high between, between the 1 and the 12 there late in the race. You saw them battling. I think they actually made a little bit of contact at one point. And this brings us back to – the the whole dynamic with a one with a one race championship because Ross still has a job to do he has to go out there and his goal at the end of the day is to go and win that race which he did but Ryan Blaney's goal isn't necessarily to win the race but he wants to win a championship which you can't do if you get wrecked out so I understand kind of both sides I understand Ryan Blaney being really upset with Ross being I wouldn't even say Ross was overly aggressive he was just racing um but I also understand why why Ross is mad at Ryan Blaney, because Ross has a job to do. I think I even saw that their spotters were getting into it, and a NASCAR official actually had to step up and step in between the two up in the the spotters section.
0: Yeah, and that's just a moment that you have to appreciate. I think that overall it's a net positive. When there's so many things and negative detractors that take away from the overall Cup Series championship at this present time where people talk about the format or the one race in general isn't just not a fair circumstance to declare your champion um i think this builds drama and makes it a little more exciting and makes it more of just that game seven atmosphere that they so desperately want so i at least hope that they get it even though i'm not the biggest fan of it um but i don't know trey it was uh, it was an interesting 20 uh 2023 season uh 75 years in nascar i enjoyed it um ryan blaine's a champion that i have no ill will towards so i'm excited for him Uh, And certainly congratulations to Ryan Blaney. Uh, I really, uh, really just think that it was a pretty solid season. But as we go into next year, we talk about potential unfinished business. Let's talk about a few things that you could see happening for 2024 and how you see it playing out. So I'll give you the first thing. Give me some drivers you see having a good season next year.
1: Yeah, so I think that there's a lot of guys, obviously, that are going to run well. You got Ryan Blaney will be up there. Joey Logano will be up there. Denny Hamlin, Martin Truex, uh the all the Hendricks guys. So Willie B, Larson, uh Bowman, like Chase Elliott, they're all going to be up there. But some guys that maybe have flown a little bit under the radar, I think that it will continue with really good seasons next year. So Ross Chastain, I think he's kind of an up-and-coming guy in this sport. Already seen him in the championship four once. I expect him to be back multiple times. I expect him to win a championship or two over his career. I also expect that that RFK group continues to build upon uh, the successes that they had this year. So both Brad Kozlowski and Chris Chris Buescher having super good years, and then finally I think of the forty five of Tyler Reddick. You know that that twenty three eleven team now heading into this be their fourth year now in his second year with the team. So I, I expect them to make. Even more strides. I mean, he was in the round of eighth this year. So he was, he was hanging on. He had, he had a chance to make it to the final four this year. So I, I expect guys like that to be battling for the championship. Yeah.
0: I, I agree. Um, especially on that back half of that, like uh, beyond just our typically successful drivers. The one driver I would add, I think that, uh, Chase Briscoe is going to have a better season. I feel like his talent level is way beyond where that SHR group pretty much performed as a whole outside of Kevin Harvick so I think he's their best driver I expect that whole organization to bounce back a little bit um and and take a step in the right direction Um, but Trey, as far as breakout drivers who's someone's gonna be maybe entering the cup series or has been in the cup series and just waiting for that break that you see coming up this season
1: yeah two guys instantly come to my mind uh, and I think that they have their had their run-ins in the Xfinity series but that's going to be Ty Gibbs uh, driving for his grandfather. I think we saw a lot of promise out of him. You and I definitely talked about him potentially getting that that first race win this year. It didn't happen. doesn't usually happen for rookies, but now heading into his second year, I could see him getting himself to victory lane a time or two. And then the other one is, I don't know if it's actually even official yet, but that is Noah Gregson in, in the 10 at SHR. I think that that team, as you said, will have somewhat of a bounce back year. I'm not expecting uh no one to go out and win a championship but i think we saw the lowest of the low from him in the 42 this year so i expect to see him improve and kind of show what he should he can do like he did in the xfinity series
0: yeah i agree with that and and more importantly at joe gibbs racing i don't expect a a complete cliff dive but i think it's reasonable to expect that there might start to be some lack of success from denny hamlin or Martin Tricks Jr. due to age. Both guys are Hall of Famers. Both guys are extremely talented. Both guys were easily could have been in Phoenix this past weekend. Um, but father time, it eventually shows up, you know? So I wouldn't say that that's a lot to have happen. But on the other side of it, I think that Ty Gibbs is going to take a major step forward next year and really knock off one or two wins. He's by far the most impressive rookie we've seen in a few years. So – I know he's in pretty top-tier equipment for a rookie, but I think that he will find his way to victory lane. And the guy that I would also mention is Josh Berry. I think that his, his race craft is so far ahead of where you expect most rookies to be. If they find fast cars at Stuart Haas Racing, I would expect the four to be pretty solid. And with Rodney Childers, I'd expect it to be pretty solid. So I'm not sure he gets a win in his first full season, but I think that that four group doesn't take a major step back from how well Kevin Harvick ran this year in spite of how bad SHR was. So Trey, I'm not going to pin you to a championship four. We're just coming out of the 2023 championship four, but you just be bold. You give me your championship uh, driver
1: for, for 2024. Who's winning it all. I'm going to go with a guy that didn't even win a race this year. I'm going to go with Chase Elliott. He ran towards the top of the field the whole year. I think missing some races there, maybe didn't take his ability to get a win away but took his ability to uh, make the playoffs away. And maybe that final push wasn't there from a group that wasn't competing for the driver's championship, at least.
0: I think it's a good pick. Certainly a popular pick, if I had to guess (laughs) by most people that are listening. Um, All I'm saying is 2024, 30 years exactly since the last championship at Richard Childress Racing. I'm not picking Kyle Busch, but I'm just going to throw that out there. It's been the narrative for you for next year. Get get some momentum. I'm going to pick another Kyle. I think Kyle Larson. This is two years in a row where they've been probably the best car again, Uh, but the the finishes weren't there. Uh, In both of these last two years, they just wreck. They'll do something stupid. So I I think that he probably gets his – he finishes with more than one championship in his career. So in the next 15 years, he's going to knock off a couple. Nothing bold there, picking a Hendrick car, picking maybe the best driver. But I think that they finally put it all together because the last two years they've been good enough to win. So I think that he he finds himself in victory lane uh, in Phoenix next year.
1: Yeah, obviously, I can't pick against Hendrick. Uh, they always put out rocket ships, and it's been seen for since the beginning of time, basically, uh, that they are going to be competitive week in and week out. Um, And when you're talking the most talented driver in the sport, that is a guy that, I mean, Kyle Larson can get into any piece of equipment and he can make it competitive. So kind of not a a bold prediction there. If if you want to play the betting odds, I didn't actually look at the odds for the the 2024 champion yet, but I'm sure that he's top three. No, definitely. Um, I think for sure.
0: Um, But we'll see. Time plays out. It's so long from now, it's hard to even imagine a full year. Um, Brian Blaney Victory Tour starts uh, as of Sunday and officially on the podcast starts today. So um, congratulations to him. Thank you to everyone that's listened along uh, with us this year. It's been a lot of fun for the first year of the podcast. Um, We're definitely going to try and come back for 2024, hopefully with some improvements, um, especially when it comes to engaging with all of you and making this show as interactive as possible and seeing how much content we can put out uh, to the best of the ability that we can put it out. So, Trey, it's been a pleasure working with you. I've really enjoyed it. And for all of those that have listened this whole season, uh, please enjoy the off season, And uh, we will see you when the engines fire in Los Angeles.